Hey everybody and welcome to this episode of Detroit Dart Talk. We have a full studio and we are full of guests today. With me in the studio today we have Tim Hool, <laughs> Connor McGaffey, Tom, as they beat each other away, and on the phone coming in from from Ohio, right guys? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yeah. yourselves. Hey, I'm Anna Kolar. I was the game director for End War in 2017 and 2018. And I'm Tyler Matthews. I was your zombie mod both of those years. All right. That's right. We're going to have another HVZ-focused episode. We know you guys love it, and we love it too. So uh, Tim is our local uh, HVZ expert, so we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. We have a lot of questions out of us today. So if you guys remember, back in December, we, uh, we did an episode kind of saying what we were hoping to see at end war this year and we did quite a bit of speculation as to why certain things were done um in 2018 uh based on numbers that uh you know the 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 amount of people that were coming and and things that the admin team for end war had to do Uh, we, we were just guessing at why they may have done some of the stuff we did and um shortly thereafter onward running into difficulties Oh, we're good. Okay. Yep. Oh, sure? connection difficulties? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, everyone just bear with us. Sorry about the connection issues. We're if we run into issues, well, I'll switch over to mm-hmm. my phone. Yeah. We're we're making steps to we're, we're getting there. improve it. So shortly after we aired that episode, um, some of the admin reached out to me and asked if they would if we would like to have them on the show to kind of clue us into the things we were guessing about. So um, I'd like to welcome Anna and Tyler to uh, kind of give us the inside scoop as to what was going on behind the scenes at Endwar last year. Oh, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, one. I am yeah. too. Yeah, we had a great time. So first Endwar for me last year, right? Mine as well. Yeah, Connor as well. Yeah. Me too. I think I was the sole uh, veteran from 2017. And I just want to preface it by saying we think you guys did a great job last year. We had a great time, and we really, really appreciated your efforts. Yeah, so. I mean, thank you guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was hard enough on the humans. I mean, yeah. I, I made it to final stand, and it's me. Did, no, yeah, but seriously, a lot of fun. It absolutely. really introduced me into the community. And yeah, despite any uh, any things that may have sounded like criticisms on a, no, on that no. December episode, we had an absolute amazing time. Mm-hmm. We loved it. So you guys did an amazing yeah, job. I, we didn't really even take it as criticism. Like we've heard way worse things than the stuff you guys were saying. So <laughs> oh, no. we, we were not hurt Yours by that. Yours were all, all very fair. And, and constructive. Yes. Yeah, and good. usually sarcastic. I mean, maybe yeah. you, Tom. I yeah, know. always. I'd only speak in sarcasm. So do you or do you not speak in sarcasm? I don't, I, I don't yes. understand. Both. Okay, cool. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> Tim? We are so disorganized. So. Um, obviously you guys have some things that you wanted to, uh, to, I guess, uh, provide counterpoint to in, in, from that episode. And I, I think Annie, you said you've been taking some notes. What, so why don't I just turn the, the floor over to you and let you kind of talk about the things you wanted to address from that last episode. And we'll kind of just see where the conversation goes. Oh, yes. Okay. So the, I think the first point, um, that we both kind of looked at each other and we were just kind of screaming like, ah, if only we could answer this through the t- through the screen right now, um, was, uh, you guys were wondering about the split up that we did for the groups and why we did it the way we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Splitting up, just so, to remind everybody how to, go ahead. how were players split? So there were there were multiple missions, right? They were titled as missions. Right. 
Okay. And so, so I- well, I guess it, it depended on, yeah. All right. So breaking it up, you've got your missions. And then within each mission, there were sometimes submissions, specifically um, mission one and mission zero, where groups were broken up doing different things. Um, but at other points, you were broken up, but doing the same thing. And um, there were a number of reasons for that. Um, some of them, most of them, were from like a, a structure and organization standpoint. So the, the main issue that we had to combat going into this weekend. What, what just happened? I, the room. No, hold hold so, on. Hey, Anna. Anna. Hey, hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry. We, yeah. uh, Connor killed the internet. I don't think that was me. I, <laughs> uh, I think it was. So I think. No, not agree to disagree. I think the last thing we heard was uh, the main thing we had to combat going into this weekend. Okay. The main thing we had to combat going into this weekend, and I hope players didn't notice that it was an issue, um, was definitely the rooms that we had available to us. So. In the worst scenario possible, the same weekend End War was scheduled, they also had student orientation, which means a lot of the lecture halls, the big rooms that we planned on having available to us, were completely taken up. Love it. So as we're watching the attendance count tick upwards and upwards and upwards, we're doing the math and realizing we have a thousand people that are potentially going to show up and we don't have any rooms that are going to hold that many people. We have one room that will hold half of that number of people. And outside of that, we had like these 20 person classrooms that we were just going to work. Yeah, there was basically Missions a were hallway, broken up. right? It was just a hall- one was hall. Was it just one hallway of classrooms? Well, we had the one hallway of classrooms. We had the main briefing area that was where um dart yeah, and blaster where, check happened where blaster check was happening mm-hmm. in that big room yeah and that then was there the was... biggest room we had in the whole yeah. campus yeah and there was like one or two others that were slightly larger than that hallway of classrooms but like the only held even the convocation center which Still wouldn't have worked because you would have had a microphone with a thousand, well, in this case, 700 to a thousand people sitting in one area and no one's going to be paying attention. No one's going to know what's happening. So we realized pretty quickly that we needed to split people up to brief them. Um, Otherwise, information wouldn't get across and people just wouldn't fit in the seats. Um, So that that was number one. (laughs) We had to. (laughs) figure out how to work around that just to keep everyone safe and within fire codes. Yeah. That's um, silly and then number two would be what I imagine a lot of people figured out game difficulty. Um, so heading into that weekend, like we, we have people sign up to be the uh, starter zombies. Then we have to reach out of you who signed up, who's actually going to be here. So the final number going into that weekend, I think, I, I asked her around to see if anyone remembered. We're pretty sure it's like it was 14 and then a couple of additional ones the day of. Yeah, in an 800 person game, we had 14 starter zombies. Wow. So, <laughs> they're pretty good. If you throw that at a group of 700 to 1,000 players, you're just not going to get momentum. Yeah. Um, so, you have to, we had to break the players up or we never would have gotten a game going. Um, and mm. then the another reason and we broke everyone up um one of the most common complaints from last year's game was that uh well i'm sorry not from last year 2017 um was that 
players didn't see enough of the campus, we kind of tended to keep using the same places over and over again. And that's primarily because those were the only areas that would hold that large number of people. Um, so if we wanted to show people more areas of the campus, well, you're gonna have to split them up more, but also we had to be very conscientious of how many people would become too many and overwhelm an area and become unsafe. So like think back to uh, 2017 with the killer rabbit mission, where it I got died. real scary real fast because rabbit? there were too many people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're well, trying to avoid that. I died because I tripped oh. and fell and walked uh-huh. and I walked stunned into a horde of zombies. I went right instead of left because I was legitimately well, like, dazed from from falling face first trying to get past the rabbit. Also, also, if you go back to 2017, like I think one of the most famous YouTube videos, like the, it seemed the one mission that ev- all the YouTubers were on was that mission one from the first end war where we yeah. were in the alleyway. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. on that mission too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was I was zombieing back in that alleyway, and like when we wrote that, we had been like, okay, so there will be like twenty people in this alley, <laughs> and then we had like a hundred and twenty people in that alley, and I was sitting there like slightly clenching, <laughs> yeah. just like this just is a horrible internally. idea. In this, yep. oh my god, we're yep. gonna die. Yeah. So so coming into twenty eighteen, you were like, never again. That is not ever happening again. We're going to figure out exactly how many people are going to be in these areas. We're going to try and keep them split apart as best as possible. I also, um, I feel bad. I I was probably a little harsher than necessary maybe on this. But um, in the briefing for zombies for the mission where the humans went to uh, Tarp Alley, um, I like threatened them within an inch of their lives of actually going after the humans in that mission because I was so terrified that zombies would gain momentum and come careening around a corner and then someone's head was going through a window. So or into the street. We, we tried our best to to keep things safe, but oh, and then the other thing, um up until like the day before, the forecast said that it was going to just rain all weekend long and storm. Mm-hmm. So like we had to last minute change a bunch of locations backup so if it was raining people at least had some amount of shelter and that also required small spaces and breaking people up so there's like a thousand reasons yeah why we did it hopefully it makes sense now to you guys what it boils down to is too many cats not enough cat herders yeah (laughs) too many cooks (laughs) you don't have to herd cooks though I don't know. I don't know. We know one cook, I guess. But so these locations, so you tried to, did you try to get more like near cover more so or for, for the rain with the rain consideration, I guess I should say the, I don't think we were ever inside. We just, you know, threw Buffalo wild wing bags over our blasters and, (laughs) and, uh, dealt with the rain basically. But what was the sort of, what was an alternate, for example, um, that we would, that everyone would have played in, but because of the weather, had to be shifted to this alternate location. Do you well, what we're saying is that like we were picking locations so that like you saw the game as it was more or less supposed to happen, but we were picking those spots so that if it started raining in the middle of a mission, like it did for mission two, there were like parking decks nearby that were undercover and parking mm, decks okay. were in play for Athens. So if it like started downpouring out of nowhere, we'd be like, hey, go fight in this parking deck so that we can still play and your FDL isn't getting soaked and lipos aren't dying. Ah, that's a good consideration. I don't think we ever did that, but no. yeah, we, it would have been a great, like, th- I don't know if you would have been able to play under there. One, 
because okay so the other thing that happens is um we only have like an estimate for like how many and every year this happens where okay the numbers are starting to increase we're getting closer and they're going up a little bit and then the week of just take whatever number you had and double it Mm-hmm. So Sounds year right. one, it was like, okay, about 100, about 120. Oh, okay, it's the, it's the week of, we've hit like 200, 250. By the end of that week, we were at 400. And it was like, what, what, just what? <laughs> yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so we, yeah. <laughs> it, it just made it really hard because like we start writing the game two months beforehand as we're like starting to project what the numbers will look like. So like she said, for year one, we're like, this will be a 300 person game, 200 person game. And so we wrote the game for that, and then, like, day of and a couple days before, it doubled to, like, 400-plus, and we were like, <laughs> oh, God, how do we balance this on the fly real fast? Yeah, so we at least knew going into 2018, this is probably going to happen again. Let's just plan for 1,000. But, like, there's even Athens is big, but it's not that big, and there's only so many places that you can tuck that many people at one time safely mm-hmm. and where they're still able to have fun. So worst case scenario, it probably wouldn't have been, okay, you're playing in the parking garage. It might've just been, Hey, everyone duck for cover. Yeah. Right. I, I honestly never felt like it was uh, too small. Though. I was going to say you, you, you did manage the numbers. Well, I mean, we for never sure. felt like yeah. we were too many people were yeah. crammed into you even That's like, the goal. <laughs> like, like mission one. If you didn't notice then we did our job. Well, yeah. mission one, uh, all of us, I think, except for Tom, were with uh, drill princess, which, was an amazing mission um but at one point we met up with uh tk and his team who yes. were doing the ursula mission mm-hmm. and even then when you had two of the however many groups in, in the one area it still didn't feel like we were too crammed in together the, so. the only time it felt somewhat crammed to me was um I don't remember what mission it was, but when we were in the courtyard where Final Stand was, with yeah, the, Final Stand was crowded. No, this, with like all the, the water balloons. Yeah, yeah before that. before Final Stand. But I like it wasn't crowded in a bad way. It was crowded in a, just like a wow, this Chaos. is a huge event kind of way. Yeah, yeah. that would have been mission two, I think, I, I don't, which probably. had the boomers that were around the uh, the edge of it, and they were going off in circles. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. that I sounds that, right, that, that yeah. Clock. And that was designed to be that way yeah. because yeah. No, people I, I enjoyed that really one. enjoyed mission two from 2017 where it was a lot of people and it was one of those like the darts blocked out the sky moments yeah um so we wanted to make sure it happened again and mission two really split people i had people who said they loved it like it was chaos but it was beautiful chaos and then there's other people who are like how could you do that that was so unsafe and i thought i was going to die like (laughs) that's the point (laughs) Yeah, there were plenty of escapes. Kind of the point. No, I think she meant to die for real. Yeah. The, the yes, only, die for yeah, real. Yeah. Like get trampled and I mean, die and go, for, for, go, so, go to the hospital. And die. And I, I will also say for what it's worth, so I was a medic at End of War 2018. I did not have to deal with that many like medical issues. I think there was like one where we actually made someone stop playing and that's because they stepped on a thing of buckthorn and it went through their shoe. Yep, I was there for that, and yeah. my God, that like, was that was every bad. all the medics were on top of it. Like uh, we, someone blew a whistle, and then five people just tore off after the sound of it. Yeah, I I like, tore off after, but when I got there, two other medics were there, and one of them was like getting queasy at the sight of blood. It's just like maybe you shouldn't. Oh no, shouldn't <laughs> yeah. that's that's maybe not like, I, you know the best. You guys had a lot of medics. <laughs> you guys had a lot of medics, but some of them I feel like met the bare minimum requirements. So. That's my two cents on that. I eh. 
that was yeah. my that's my two cents. Better better than yeah, better than no, no medics. medics. No, that, like that's what I'm saying. Like it was good that we had that many, but some of them should have known when to back off a little bit. Yeah, because you know like, I'm there you know like, with legitimate EMT training, AAD certified, CPR certified, and they're just like, we've got enough people here. Just like, dude, you like can barely stand up straight. Chill. Yeah, and I think I thought Danny was supposed to go through like there's you you defer to whoever has the most experience. Yeah, no, he, he did learned, go he so. did go over that. It's just like in the heat of the moment stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that. So the one thing for me on that particular mission was, and and this is so it didn't bother me so much, but I'm coming, but this, well, frankly, this is my wife's perspective, which gives me the casual player's perspective. Um, we had no idea what was happening <laughs> during that mission. It was like there were so many people. It was really cool. But at the same time, it was like it was really hard to keep track of what was actually happening. Organized chaos. Yeah. Yeah, it was certainly organized. But it was basically it felt like it was kind of cool with so many people there. It really ended up relying on the people who were directly involved in the in the activity it, it did give the opportunity to really play however you wanted like if you really wanted to be on the front line you could be right there next to you know tk and drek escorting the mm -hmm. balloons if you wanted to just kind of hang to the side and, and you know pick off zombies as they made the runs you could do that yeah. if you wanted to just walk away you could yeah yeah you could just leave yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we did, hunting. Yep. We did that's see what we a did. few people just leave <laughs> yeah, yeah that was uh me jang callie and shattuck we we're just like this looks like it's going to turn into a bloodbath so we walked away <laughs> <laughs> Survive yeah, to the and that's end. always a, a valid strategy, I guess, or a, a valid option in any mission is to just walk away. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, get, that you have things. Nope. You, no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, live to I'm find good. Luckily, you guys had things like dossiers that they could go hunt for and, and you know, still and be part of it. That's why we had them. Yeah. Still only yeah, found like and, one. Uh, yeah. If anybody is, if anybody wants to yell at me about dossiers, <laughs> I'm here for it. That was my, I, I was out hiding all those dossiers. Where so were they? You're welcome, or I'm sorry. I, I don't take anything away from how well the dossiers were hidden in of themselves. I, I was just disappointed that. If I wanted to actually go devote some time to hunting for dossiers, I either had to skip a meal or skip mm -hmm. a mission. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, and we, we totally know that. Um, what we kind of established with the entire team pretty early on was kind of a very general, would we rather have people run out of things to do or have too much to do? And we kind of leaned towards, we would rather have, a have people not get a chance to do everything then have to sit around and wait for something to happen. So if it seemed like there was a lot going on with like missions and um, mini games and the dossiers and stuff, like we know that it was a lot and that not everybody got to do everything, but we kind of intended it that way so that like you would never be bored, you know? Uh, and the, that's the other thing yeah, is there were a lot of complaints about um, how fast paced the first game was and how there was like, no downtime and I came here to see my friends and I didn't have time to do that. I didn't have adequate breaks. And so we said, okay, well let's increase break time. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can chill and I mean, literally chill, try and get some air conditioning, um, and relax. But if you don't want to, here's other options. So you don't feel like you're stuck in a room waiting. Tyler, you hit those dossiers Hopefully very well. Hopefully we balanced that okay, but... See, yeah, I, I... the secret to hiding dossiers is two yeah. hours at the bar before you go out to hide them. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, I was I was running with Rescue Squad. We only found one, and it was on the tape to the outside of the second story of a parking garage. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Was it... 
it was it pretty close to the main briefing room because yes, i'm pretty sure was. i put that there yeah so job, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's a here's a secret that not the many people from the public know from end war one and i think it's still there there is a dossier on one of the roofs of the buildings on campus. Wait, how are you supposed to get up there? <laughs> oh my god! Not legally. Reach Carefully. out a window, chuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Like when we were looking for dossiers, you don't broadcast. When we were it? when we were doing dossier hunting, <laughs> we've put it like the rule we put in place was don't do anything that puts yourself in danger. Yeah, yeah, but the, that sounds like something that oh, put yeah, myself no, in danger. You wouldn't have been in da- There's a way to get up there without putting yourself in any amount of danger whatsoever. <sighs> Guys, yeah, we're going back to, to know Athens. Which building it is. Like, it's a roof. I didn't say how high the roof is, but it is on a roof. Oh, wait. Was it on that, like, shed by the briefing room? Maybe. Yeah. I, uh, I figured there'd be one there. I just didn't feel but like But nobody's one. gone for it. Who knows no. if it's still there at this point, well, but... Well, Michelle I'm was sure yelling the elements at have claimed it by yeah. now. Michelle was yelling at me too much. She wouldn't but let me climb I don't know. We, we found, uh, when we went back to hide this year's dossiers, uh, we found last year's dossiers, and some of them were intact. Others were moldy. It was, you know... Nice. <laughs> hmm. I really like the stickers that were in there. Those were nice. Yeah, they were cool. Shout out yeah, to Judah were... for that. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't have mine, like though. literally a ninety-nine or a hundred percent of all the artwork came from one person who almost killed herself to get it all done, but wow. it looked really? amazing. Props. Yeah. That, that was out. Judah. Shout out to Judah. Yeah, the branding yeah. was on yeah. point. Yeah. Judah Kenya. Yeah. Thank you for that. Shout out. Yeah, she did. Uh, she hosted. She was uh, one of our mission guides at some point. I don't know. I didn't do I don't know why. Yeah. She is involved in one of our. missions. She also did the safety briefing too. Yeah, this is true. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and uh, got relentlessly heckled about mayonnaise. <laughs> I, I wanted to yeah, share about- I wanted to share a quick story about the about how the dossiers were such a good idea. Um when we arrived into town, we were driving along and I, I saw um a dossier in the gutter uh of a street downtown and I said Oh my gosh, it's a dossier. Turned around, parked in a in a paid parking spot and had my wife wait in the car so we wouldn't get towed. And I got out and ran <laughs> and I got out and I ran up to it. I was like, Yes, dossier. And I go to pick it up and it's it's a, a like a tinfoil wrapper and a plastic bag with a napkin. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, No. Dossiers. I, was so I, I thought was, for sure. Yeah. I was yeah. so excited in that moment. Dossiers were they were they were just the best idea because oh, yeah. yeah. Even really though we hope, never found I hope one. They do it again. Never never actually found never. one in the wild, but they, uh, they're hard that, to find. There's a reason you didn't find them. So one of the funniest moments from End War One was on Sunday, the game was over, we were packing up the briefing room, and I step outside and I run into Bobo and Jay Nerf, and they come up to me and they're like, dude, we just spent the entire weekend hunting dossiers. We never found a single one. <laughs> and I turn and like ten feet from where we were standing, I walk over and there's like bags around the bases of some of the trees. I lifted up the bag and pulled out a dossier and handed it to them. <laughs> and Bobo was just like, I quit. I, I don't, I don't well, Bobo got a raw deal that first year anyways. He, well, no, this yeah. was last year, right? No, I think uh, he's saying the first year, right, Tyler? Yeah, yeah that was at yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's when so. Drac <laughs> totally played him. Yeah, turned dirty, him into him a dirt, zombie. Did him dirty. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know that Bobo tried to dispute that, right? Oh God, it did was he? so bad. So I'm, I'm a, okay, my end of this. I'm sitting in the briefing room trying to get things ready for the next mission. I get a phone call from Drac and I'm like, oh no, I need to answer this right away. And so pick up the phone. Drac's like, okay, we have a situation. I'm not going to name names. Um, so you can remain impartial, but here's the situation. 
And I, is this public knowledge that this happened at this point? Um, he, ex- like, he explains the tag. And yeah. Anna is like, yes, that's a valid tag. And then clearly. And then, Bo- and then a very angry Bobo takes the phone from Drac and is like, listen, <laughs> this is what happened. This isn't fair. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's oh in the rules. Gosh. I'll pull it up on I, the PowerPoint so right now. <laughs> I, I didn't witness it and I know what happened. So I, I do believe it is public knowledge. Yeah, so Drac got out in mission one. Uh, in the the corridors they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Bobo didn't realize this. And after mission one, Drax putting away Sauron is his beautiful nemesis he did. And he's at his car and Bobo walks up and he's like, what, what's going on? Why are you putting away the nemesis? And Drax goes, oh, I just figured I would change it up. Bandana's around his head right yeah. now. So he's, yeah, so he's banned in and, and Bobo didn't realize. And so he finishes putting away the nemesis. He turns around to Bobo, grabs his shoulder and says, welcome to the horde. That's, to- that's totally allowed. Yeah. yeah, it was Bobo's legit. And, and I saw the footage of it. The footage was a little bit more epic, and it was a double tag, actually. Was it? Two uh, hands. Because he got, no, 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 he got he Bobo, Bobo and, and. Oh, and, oh yeah. see, I didn't realize Jane Irv- and, and I it forget. It was one after the other. It was, it was real sneaky how he did it. He actually uh, crept up on them. But the uh, issue was they were saying, well, I was at the car, and I said, well, you have to be did you have the car. a foot in the car? Yeah. Did you have hands in the car? Did you have anything in the car? Well, no, but they were under the car, and I'm like, <laughs> That's not the rules. I'm sorry. <laughs> and actually, I'll use that like so, segueing off of that fun mm-hmm. story into like rules things. A lot of people were really upset about like the the cars and the safety thing, yeah. and like that's one of those things where, kind of the point of End War was to move around, and you're supposed to showcase specialty rules of every campus that you go to. Yeah. So if whether we liked it or not, that was an Athens rule, and the Athens mods were like, "We want to keep this as a part of the thing. Like that's part of Athens yeah. culture." The fact so that's that you why can... that was in there. So when you go to like Statesboro this summer, Statesboro mods might be like, "Hey, we have this specific rule that's part of our culture, and they're going to integrate mm-hmm. that into." Like I saw that you have to have um, red filter flashlights. That's mm-hmm. one of their specific yeah. rules. Right. Yeah. So you have to, you know, you follow yeah. it that way. That's kind of why those rules come up that way yeah. when people are discussing why do we do that. Yeah. And- yeah. It was suggested to us going into this based on how other large-scale nerf events went at other campuses. Um, we were, it was suggested that we should sit down with Athens, and we did, and do like a an agreement from the beginning. Like, we are going to present rules by this date on them and come to a compromise and. Blah, blah, blah. And basically, if we can't come to an agreement, we don't get to host on your campus. But flip side of that is, if we follow these rules, you're going to let us play on your campus. Right. So yeah. there, there were a lot, there are a few different things that we had to compromise on. Um, because Athens really prided themselves on being, they called themselves the Wild West of HVZ because I, the rules are very, very loose. Um, I've heard and that before. Or added more rules on top of theirs, but they, you're, you can do whatever. Yeah, like a normal Athens specific game is even crazier and more more do what you want than Endwar was, which is kind of scary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bogue was telling us about the no blowpipe minimum, so he went out and got the ten foot pole and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he did do that, and then he almost knocked me out with it. Oh, One of like, you know, the the re- the way that like Athens works out though is you get so many funny stories. Like Jesse Brown, the leader of Red Team, got killed stepping out of a bar because somebody was on the awning above the bar and just oh. dropped down on top of him when he came outside. Wow. Okay. That that kind of sounds how, like how Eric and and his wife Michelle got turned yeah. this past year. We were all at down at. Uh, 
what's the bar across from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, yeah, cool. I mean, there's been times at Athens games where I've seen an entire table of zombies get up from their table at B-Dubs, sprint out the door and kill two humans that's, on the corner, and then casually walk back inside and sit down and keep eating their meal. That's exactly what happened. It, uh, Eric and Michelle went to go leave, and people they were sitting chatting with got up, followed them out, banded up, and, and tagged them. That's sneaky. Oh, yeah, that's yep. frequent. We For that reason, I don't like to go to B-Dubs. Also, Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's never, is a death trap. So never go, never eat at Wendy's. We went to the, we went to the far Wendy's, the one that's uh, further out off campus, and it was oh, yeah. there that's were fine. there were several uh, humans there, but with no sign of any zombies. Me and my there's buddy. There's one. Um, I forget what the squad is, but there's a rule if you go to eat at Athens, uh, like on campus or not on campus, downtown yeah, Wendy's, yeah. you get slapped. Like yeah, that, it's part. It's in their rule set. That if was, you go eat there, you get slapped. If you guys know Scotty, that was his original Athens squad, the Shiny Falcons. They yeah. had a rule: if you eat at Athens or if you eat at Wendy's, you will get slapped for it. Uh, so, me, me and my buddy Brandon, we found a diner um, close to you know that you know that wall that was really painted up. It's that Union Street Diner. Yes. Yeah, where you can park like yep. literally right outside the door. That's the one. So yeah, we, we love that place. To, yeah. Like to get in and out, we would literally just go from the door to the car, like just slap your hand on the yeah. car. Oh yeah, that was. And like uh-huh. the food was good too, <laughs> so it was like a win-win. Valid strategy. Anytime I go and play a game at Athens, I always insist on eating as far away from campus as humanly possible. Yeah, we were just looking for like I didn't realize how close it was to everything going on. Yes. It, it's all right there. Yeah. No, that's that, that's one of the things I love about Athens. a lot of Athens. fun, but it's, oh my God, the anxiety. Yeah, yeah like no, that's, we, that's my favorite part of the game. When we go down for Athens invites, we will sometimes rent a cabin up in Hocking Hills, <laughs> and there have been times where I have been sitting in a hot tub, which is outside, holding a strife while in the hot tub because zombies have Ooh. tried coming up through the woods to get us. Don't, uh, don't drop the lipo in there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> drop the lipo. Oh, that was when I was just running like double A battery strikes before I was a cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could totally just uh, throw regular double A's in there and you're still going to get attacked, right? I would, I feel like it's our duty to one day go to an HVC event using stock blasters. I'm down. Yeah, just, just to see the, the, you know, the original experience as God intended, you might say. As God intended. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, all right. Uh, actually, all right. if if you want to do that, quick quick aside, there is a game in New York every summer called the Midsummer Hangout, and the rules say you cannot use any blaster post 2010. Yep. <laughs> nice. Okay. And then you get that original real experience. It's scary. I was but, sick. But can they be <laughs> I was sick in the hotel room, but everyone else seemed to enjoy it. You were Anyways. sick in the hotel room because the blasters were that terrible? They made oh. you sick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mo- moving yes. on. You touch a maverick, you get the flu. Yes, yes. Touched Terrible a lot of mavericks. Flu. I almost died. <laughs> I modded one yesterday. You did? With a Detroit yeah. Skyline? No, I'm using a maverick at the next uh, U-1-3. Oh, okay. Nice. That'll be cool. So what else is on your list, Dana? So um, you guys had had some conjecture about the mm-hmm. um, about Foam. FoamCon. Yeah. Um, so just... To, to lay it out there and be 100% clear, like, FoamCon is its own separate thing. Um, and War Mods have nothing to do with it, really. 
Um, we don't. I mean, we can give suggestions to Drac, but like, we knew we don't have input. We don't volunteer for it. Um, we knew as much as any player did going into PhoneCon. Yeah, which we felt bad about because then people are. It's a combined event, so people are asking on our pages, "Hey, do you know anything about this? Do you know anything about that?" No, sorry. Nope. <laughs> we don't, we know as much as you do. Not our but, thing. But uh, even having the um, the rules and safety meetings that we were able to have in there was a last minute thing because I happened to notice that there were two extra rooms and just hey can we uh can we steal those? So, I mean, um, yeah, you had to. I don't know how you would have gotten through all those people otherwise. No, it was I have just, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no idea. And we wanted to do in addition to that what we wanted to really do there, um, and we couldn't staff it because we had to do the rules and safety briefings. Um, is we wanted to do like a little section where you could go do like HVZ training. So for all the special infected that you would have to deal with, you could go, we were called it like a special infected petting zoo. So, like, <laughs> I want to I go experience a tank before I have to deal with it in a life or death situation that's in the game. That's brilliant. Okay. But that's also have what Mission Zero is for. And you can go play with the tank oh, for a bit. Everybody gets to see it. That's a really cool idea, actually. That didn't happen because yeah, of space. If we could have staffed it, yeah. <laughs> but oh, no. Yeah, because yeah, like half of our mods were vendors, the other yep. half got stuck having to run rules and safety meetings. So I don't think any of the mods, other than like maybe some of the vendors, no. like we didn't even get to go to the con really. No, I got a one. I got to circuit the room once, and that was my experiencing foam con. <laughs> but that's just kind of the cost of being a mod. Um, I try to, like, I don't want to make it mandatory for people to show up super early or anything. Um, but, like, if they can make it, they it would be nice so that we could do all these nice things beforehand. Gotcha. But um, what mm -hmm. else? We also yeah, talked sure. about doing a, like, a, I know Bowling Green, uh, I don't even know how many years ago this was. Oh, wow. That's how we met Drac for the first time, though. They had, like, a, a round table a round table sort of deal so like mods could come and give talks on various things that they were good at so like i know i was asked to do a panel with one of the female mods at bg about women and nerf um tyler gave a talk on creating special infected we did that together that was a different i did invitational planning uh, that was one of the infected. things that i said too. i hoped would happen this year at at yeah, it was yeah. like a, a round table and mods could all, all learn from each other while we're all at the same place, but players could also learn about modding blasters and things like that. But but so we, we did want to have panels like we heard you guys talking about with like, you know, hey, you know, there, there'd be modding panels or something. We wanted to have like, you know, hey, game design panels. But again, we were just so short staffed that we couldn't pull it off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually the, the lack of mods at the... Um, at FoamCon in general, apparently led to some sort of weird uh, um, drama behind the scenes, where the 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 vendors that were players all thought the mods hated them or something. We found out about this halfway through day one, and we're like, "What? No! Can someone talk to them, please? Like, everything's cool. We like you guys. Do you like us? Please like us." Well, I don't think that's true. But... I think you guys secretly hate them. Tom. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's cut that not part out. True. Yeah. No one can know. We're going to cut Tom out. We're going to put him in a box. Bat. I'm just going to get out a ball gag. You, you have one of those? <laughs> no. Like just in your back pocket no. or something? No. no. Duct tape. <laughs> That's literally your name in one of the chats that you're in. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Nothing. Don't worry about Wait it. Wait a minute. <laughs> you cut Connor's, Connor's attention. Connor's out. like, ball gags? I'm in. Listen, don't worry no, about this it. Is your nickname? I need to know what. initiation that the mods go through the, yeah. the day when, before End War. When you drink the Kool-Aid <laughs> to become an End War mod, this is what you're given. <laughs> oh my god. No, there was a secret cult initiation of the moderators, though. I wish I wish that would continue, but I don't know if it's well. Going you can't. To or don't not. say it because then it's not special. So, yeah. <laughs> so well, Tyler, no, I'm not going to explain what it is, but I want you all to know that you don't get to be part of it unless you're. Oh a man, oh, now actually, I didn't feel bad. That's a now good segue. Um, so something else that was brought up was moderator volunteers, um, or well, moderators and volunteers. Um, so. There's some questions about the process and what they do and roles and things like that. So, um, yeah, we are very picky when it comes to moderators um, mm -hmm. in that we want our mods to be very experienced, um, especially, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of people. It's a lot of stress. You don't want your first game to be end war. And no single college campus, except for maybe Penn State that I know of, runs an invitational that comes even close to like the 800 that end war was running like yeah. i think the biggest single college game i've been to in my five years of playing has been like 200 yeah which is probably but just so, a great um, number but yeah sorry go ahead yeah yeah i mean and it all when we picked mods it had to do like there's a whole panel that picked and then the rest of the group voted on it but um it had to do with the number of games you've played so like there were some mods who had not moderated because they don't have a homeschool to moderate with. In that case, oh, well, you've played 30 games. I, I think you've got the swing of things by this point. Um, but so there was actually two role types. There were moderators and, and uh, helpers, we called them. So even if you didn't become a moderator, you often had the option of becoming a helper. And it was just kind of two different like responsibility levels. and. I have no idea if this is going to be a thing going into uh, 2019. But the way it was set up is so like moderators, it's tough to get in. Um, but once you're in and you like make it through your trial period or whatever, um, you're in. It's really hard to remove you. You have a voice on the team and um, you you also give up your right to play. Um, but helpers, it was much more low key. So helpers you would just help move things around you didn't necessarily know the ins and outs of every mission um you just knew what you needed to know you you gave a hand and then you were back to playing if you uh or like hey you're a helper here's a yellow bandana we need a tank over here in this hallway for the next 15 minutes can you do that yeah and then they would be a tank and then they'd be like okay thank you you can go back to playing now yeah um so that that was something I feel like a lot of people missed or didn't fully understand. Excuse me, understand. Um, Tom, Tom may be salty about not getting to be a yeah, moderator, no, I'm, no, but no, I'm, no. I appreciate I'm it. I'm extremely <laughs> bitter about that. I have a harsh vendetta. He's oh, been no. talking about it I'm on so and off. Sorry. Well, who are you going to no. pick your vendetta up with? Um, I told him not to do it. I told him. No, I, I didn't intend. I did not intend to become a moderator in any way, shape, or form. Then why did you apply? Why did you waste their time? You answered your own question. It wasn't question. a waste of time. Uh, we had way worse applications, I promise oh you. Oh, my really? God. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of surprised. I'm not going to get into bad. it, but oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. Mine, no, was, um, mine was not very good. No, and we yeah, really, like... Imagine, like, oh, a God, child applying. And 
Oh yeah. And that that's what sucked. Like we we really needed to increase our mod numbers, but like we also didn't want to sacrifice the standards that we had set because we don't want to let in. Yeah, like I think Tim, who went to both, will appreciate this. Technically, we had one less mod for End War Two than we did for End War One. Oh my god. So the ratio was uh, twenty to one the first year. And forty-five to one the second. Holy year. cow! I like those numbers. So it got worse. <laughs> Partially, we had a couple mods who just very blatantly quit. Two oh yeah. Weeks before the and game. that that happens every year, like I anticipate. We start out with this really high number, and then, oh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know if I'll be able to make it. And then some people drop out along the way, and then inevitably, within two weeks of the game, there will be someone who's like, "Nope, can't make it. Deuces." Wow. Nice. And, and that happened. So, like, you're planning for this person being there. And I don't know if you guys know anything about my game direction style, but I'm infamous for my packets. If you are a mod for an Anna game, you are handed a, like, 40-page binder on day you one. You not handed a 40-page binder. 30, Be realistic. 35-page binder <laughs> that details the entire weekend down to five-minute intervals it's from the moment you arrive on campus. When you're allowed to take bathroom not breaks. Not that bad. <laughs> it's close. But you're not. It's, so it's, you get a pack. In the packets, like I've I've broken up where you're gonna be, when, what you need, um, a, a complete write up of what you'll be doing there, um, maps and schedules and itineraries, and it comes with a whistle and a name tag and all I sorts of all right. stuff. I I am and then I am now legitimately yeah. horrified at the prospect of you coming to Z's CZ13. <laughs> oh, because no. we're, no, like, we're wild, wild west out here no, compared listen, to that. We're, we're more organizing that. Like, it's, it's a lot to handle that weekend just because it's a lot of people, a lot of missions, a lot of things going on at once. And I realized pretty early on that like the only way to handle that and not go insane is to handle as much as I, you can ahead of time. Um, and figure it all out because like previously the strategy was ah this is what we need for the mission let me see what mods do we need okay um hey you 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 and you can you go do this but that doesn't necessarily work um especially when like i don't know if people realize this but the the mod team is from all over the place like we met on discord like once a week to do game dev Otherwise, if you weren't in game dev or you couldn't make game dev, um, we we're just chatting on Facebook. And then we assemble as a team for the first time, like the day before, the day before End War. Really? That's how that goes. I mean, nice. it kind of yeah. makes sense. But at the same time, like, it's such a big undertaking to organize. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of terrifying the first year because, like, it, I mean, there's a lot of work that went in, but it just doesn't quite feel real it would if you were like sitting down face to face with everybody for weeks ahead mm -hmm. of time and it's like i know we're going there this weekend but is is it really happening is this is this a real thing yeah and like big time difference you know when you work at why like i've been a ysu mod for five years and so is anna we could sit <laughs> down eight. oh anna's Excuse been there longer me. sorry but we could sit down with two other people that we've written games with before and knock out an entire game in like 48 hours if we had to this, i mean we've done it in four in this, hours because we needed to <laughs> yeah but like in this instance especially for end war one you have no idea what it's like to work with these other people like you know you talked to them and kind of interviewed them i guess mm -hmm. and if they're a mod there's a good reason for it but you have no idea like what they're coming from what they're usually like to work with and so you piece that together 
you meet the people the day before the game, like yeah. bless their hearts, like Janine from Missouri, <laughs> like Janine, one of our favorite people, the mod from Missouri had never seen Athens campus until Shout we gave her Janine. a map and said, Hey, you need to go to this place that you've never been to and hide yeah. this objective. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. and we intended it to be that way because if you're going to have a national HVZ game, you want input from every sort of game writing style that you can get because in theory you will pull all the best parts from games across mm -hmm. the country and smash them into the super game and like year one obviously that was like we were getting the hang of it year two we had to bring on fewer new mods so we generally had the same team and we knew each other a lot more and we had like a whole year to plan it so working with everybody was great yeah they kind of knew the campus a little better but still it's like janine is one of our closest friends and dennis valensky yes like you know oh my and, god and, praise to both of them and like, like some of the other mods from all over the country we've met these people in person less than 10 times now but we would still probably trust them with like you know our lives our lives are like our <laughs> deepest secrets because yeah. we just get that close to them but like oh my god the amount of uh, what can we do for team building online um <laughs> Like we we had a cards against humanity session at some point. Yeah. We, Janine did weekly like moderator fun. I forget what we called them. Uh, team building warm and fuzzies or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, warm know. and fuzzies. So once a week she'd post something and be like, "Hey, post a picture of yourself from like prom in high school, and we can all laugh at each other about it." Like that's great. Just yeah. to try and break the ice and get to know each other no. because otherwise you're dealing with like that. I'm just talking to a faceless person on the internet sort of deal so, yeah and once the game hits you get so stressed out hoping things go well you're getting yelled at by players oh, you're yeah. stressed out because things aren't where they need to be if you're not friends with the people you're running the game with by yeah. this point then all you're going to do is like rip each other's heads off yeah you need people to fall back on and you need to be able to trust your team that they're going to be where they need to be and they're going to have your back so that's why it's hard to become a mod yeah <laughs> yep. I think fair I, enough i think i would have excelled I, I think you would have failed I mean, miserably. Like, Definitely, hundred ten percent. The biggest thing for a lot of people was the fact that, like we we said, you know, you have to sacrifice your gameplay. Um, and I hate having that be a thing. It was like a a dream of mine that one day I would build the mod team up to a level where, I mean, as it stood, um, it was my goal to make sure every mod was able to, if they wanted to, um, play in a mission either as a human or a zombie um or if they they can't do that they can at least pick a special that they wanted to be so they can go have fun blow off some steam but like it was my goal that one day it would be like no you only have to moderate one mission or maybe two and the rest of them you can just go enjoy like a player but like you need a bigger staff for that um it, it's 45 to 1 was not in my opinion an adequate an adequate ratio yeah right so have you gotten, do you think maybe you'll make it out to uh, this year's end war? Is that a possibility? I'm going, like, I will make sure that happens. Um, we're still debating hashtag party bus from Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we're, you know, a lot of people's uh, PTO time and stuff yeah. like that is coming into play yeah. anna is going back to japan for 10 days yeah. like next month so <laughs> she's gonna be that that kind of well yeah a lot a lot <laughs> happened january tried to kill me a little bit um i was laid off from my job so i've been spending Ooh. most of february in this month interviewing and applying and then lord knows what my vacation time is gonna be like i'd like to pop down but it might not be um 
quite the vacation I wanted it to be as far as like I I go down, I come straight back and no time for relaxing. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Sorry to hear yeah. that. That's fine. It happens. Shout it's, out if anybody is hiring. <laughs> yeah. Shush. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It should be fine. But what, like, what's your what's your background in? So if there are listeners who are um, information nervous. technology, IT. Okay. I did IT for three years for a company as the um, started out as an intern and then had an IT manager and then suddenly was the only IT person within like a year. So <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Hashtag cool. hustle. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, um, and these two kind of go hand in hand. Um, so what how much did you guys have to provide for props you know uh you know per, like i know that you guys use some of what uh, athens already had in play but i know that there was certain things that you guys probably uh sought out in specific and i know that x shot uh provided some stuff and i was curious like did they require a certain amount of their products to be used or was that just hey here's a donation use it however you see fit and you know, how, how did that all work? So for props that we needed to get from the very beginning of game planning, Drac kind of just said, tell me how much you need. We'll make it work. Yeah. And that was, I don't that. know that I want to throw out a number. No, no that, no, I, we, no, we were given the amount we needed to make the event possible without being extravagant. Yeah. And I mean, keep in mind that that money had to cover all the props, all the costumes, um, all the printed materials that went out to players, and good God, there was a lot. But a lot of that also came, like that boom staff that I was using, um, I personally paid for that because I said, I'm also going to keep this afterwards because this is kind of a cool boom staff. Yeah, so gotcha. a lot of mods also did that with costuming. Like, okay, I want to keep this costume when I'm done. I don't want it to go back in like the End Wars storage area, so I will pay for it myself. So a lot of mods did pay for stuff that went into it. Um, some of it was donated, like, oh god, Buff Daddy. Yeah, Buff. The, the shields. He yeah. did, like, god all of, Brian. he made the shields himself. You gotta love Brian, part. he has so much And heart. I'm pretty sure he donated them. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if he managed to donate them, or if Drac finally chased him down and forced money into his hands, but. <laughs> well, um, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out pretty soon, because yeah. he listens to all these. And, so, yeah, yeah, I think he's coming oh. up hey, next Buff. weekend, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, um, and then, the sponsorship deal. Yeah. They they gave Drac that stuff and Drac said, "Here, use this stuff. <laughs> these need to be props somewhere, please." And okay. we said, "Okay." okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Bossman, sir. Um Did you yeah, already have the missions planned at I that point? I wasn't really involved in that too much other than he was like, "Here's the stuff." Okay. Did you guys already have the missions planned at that point or So <laughs> and TK actually did a video about this. He he caught us. The game was finished um, about a month or six weeks before um, game time happened. Like, we were done writing, and we were into acquisition and fine details. And Drag asked for a general meeting, and he said, Hey, guys, I've got this super awesome sponsorship coming in. But I told them we would feature one of their products in a mission. So we're adding another mission, and you're going to write it based around this product. And we were like, "Was it? Was it? Okay. okay. Was it the bugs? <laughs> it was the helicopters. The helicopters. The helicopters. The bug. And yeah. that's how you yeah. got the Sunday morning yeah. uh, commercial mission. Yeah. It's, it's a little 
I, yeah, no, space I that launches so that was that was like the one mission I played as a like normal player just because we were yeah. we were gonna respawn. Mm-hmm. That was that was a lot of fun because that was that was the only time I got to run with like Tim and Stevie. Yeah, I forgot that that one was a freebie. Yeah, that's why I played. Yeah. It. Oh that's, yeah, and Joe so a lot of people were wondering why that was a freebie. Um, that's why. It's low okay, numbers, so right? Number one. Let, let me set the stage stuff. for you. We've got the mods who have been running around like chickens with their heads cut off all day on Saturday, and then a lot. Happened. I'm not going to get into what, but like a lot of really crappy stuff happened all at once. Like there were some disciplinary issues with mods, with players. Um, someone ended up in the hospital, and as a result, like we had a mod debrief afterwards to cover everything that happened, and then we had like a small group meeting after that to cover more stuff. And so I got to go to bed. Yeah, the punchline here is Anna and I got in bed at 4.30 in the morning <laughs> and our alarms went off at 6 a.m. and we cried. Yeah, I legitimately oh, cried. I so <laughs> we dragged ourselves out, got into the briefing room. Like, my eyes are propped open with toothpicks. And, I mean, that's just what you got to deal with as a mod sometimes. But so we look and we're like, oh, my God this is the number of players we're going to have. It seemed like from where we were sitting, it seemed like all the zombies oh woke God. up bright eyed and bushy. Oh yeah. They were so excited to just kill, kill, kill. And, and the there were like were five humans. Yeah, and the humans, humans were sleeping in. So we're like, if we oh, run no. this, there's not going <laughs> to go. We'll I... make it a reset mission afterwards. And then, then... <laughs> we, then we briefed the mission and launched it. And like another hundred humans rolled in as the mission. <laughs> it's still no consequence. Okay. <laughs> And then I think we were so tired that, like, anyone who, like, the winning team was supposed to get stickers. Exhausted oh. that we forgot to hand out the stickers. Oh, and no. then I had I someone in my face, like, I wanted my stickers! I'm like, <laughs> I don't, what? Yes. <laughs> do, Here. Do you guys uh, take uh, 10. Do you guys have any stickers <laughs> left? Spray. Tom. No. Do you guys have any stickers left? I'm shooting Tom for do you. Do we have stickers left? Yeah. No, let oh, them answer God. first. Let them answer we first. Divvying them. I have a stack of moist stickers. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, moist stickers. Okay. Those are Those are thing. worth their weight in gold. <laughs> okay, you can shoot me now. Thank I was going to say, are you familiar with moist stickers? Yeah. No, I'm not. I think yeah. I have some. Which one were they? The, the, the one that looks oh. like the, the red and blue shaded. They were the shaded. ones Dennis Walensky was passing out. Yeah. I don't remember them. We you don't know what like a moist... moist I probably have them. I just don't remember. <sighs> I don't know who he is, but I oh, have his stickers. Thing. Yeah, no, what? Some people... It's hilarious. It's gotten to the meme level where some people are like, I have no idea who Nick Moy is, but man, I have his face plastered all over the place. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I remember those. Never mind. Yeah. Whenever we come up for Z13, we will make sure to hide two or three of them somewhere <laughs> in the dark club. Oh, yeah. he already knows. <laughs> there, there are agree stickers to go, I need to go hunt for stickers. So yeah, please, yeah. It's, it could be a fun game for me one day where I'm like, all right, let's figure out where this is. Yeah. Although I'm gonna hide them. We like found I both of the Grieha stickers. Oh, Did you? Oh. You found the second one. That what? From what he said, that one wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. No, that's on. That's on. Stiffy P's shield. The other. There was one on the wall, in the corner. Um, we'll look at it later. Anyways, the side oh, topic. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> okay. I don't know where, I don't know for sure it's there, but I believe it was there. Next. Next topic. Um, <laughs> yep. We're looking through our notes right now to see yeah. what else. So, oh, we're, fact, we are too. I, I've yeah. got stuff. Here's just a fun yeah. fact that like was, it maybe not seem like a huge deal, but like to us, it threw us a huge curveball. And like 
just for fun, what percentage of players do you oh, guys yeah. do you guys think were first time HVZers at End War? 94. In 2017. Oh 94. So for 2017. What do you think? Based on conversations I had with some people when I was chronoing, I would guess it's probably like 40%. For, for 2017? Oh, you cut out entirely. For you, I, com- I, you think it was probably what? About 40%. 50. 50% wow. the first okay, that's, that's, year. So in 2018, what do you think the percentage was? 94. No, not that bad. 94. I stick to my number. I'm going to guess 68%. I like these numbers. Did we check so that was, on a box? It was 50% again. Wow. <laughs> we didn't change. I was close. It stayed the same number of newbies. Yeah, I was close. Which, oh my God, we thought we were going to get away from, but nope. You, you think that like once people start learning how to play HPZ and get used to it, that like it gets easier to run the game, and we're like, okay, so now we're going to have a bunch of veterans and stuff. And no. it was all first-time, or like half first-time players again. And we were like, oh boy, we're getting a lot of the... Like one of the questions that we get constantly like we joke about it but it's super real is like hey if i'm outside wearing a bandana playing the game and i see a zombie and i don't shoot the zombie and the zombie tags me am i dead because i don't want to be dead uh, I'm, I'm gonna go like, with a yes like, yep yes That's how the game works yeah yes yes that is in fact but my the game but my foot was under yeah, the car correct <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna climb on top of the car but i was walking to the yeah. car oh my god and like there's the all car. sorts of weird instances of like well i died but then my mom gave me her life so I. Ah! <laughs> that's not that's not allowed if you're gonna do that <laughs> that like, is in fact not how that works but okay kid live, you live your best life so <laughs> so question if someone say riding in the back of a pickup truck no. is that allowed is that allowed Absolutely no vehicles not. no no yeah. just no if you're riding vehicles. in the back of a pickup truck from like, the pickup truck you... but if you are in fact sitting in the back of a pickup truck and not shooting people then you are safe what if, if i'm shooting tk legal. or i'm sorry not oh. safe you are out of play yeah what, what if this person is hypothetically shooting tk a bunch then he's still uh, a human that liar. Does not count. Okay, that's rule like, zero um, tk also has <laughs> feelings like a real you human. bribes and stickers to do this for us Ooh. Well, yeah. the hypothetical already happened that was at 2018 <laughs> <In the> hypothetical. <laughs> oh, that already happened i already did that. this is allegedly what happened in 2018 no it most definitely happened <laughs> Trying Look, to give you an if, out, man. If a mod yeah, I don't hadn't know. seen it, you were going to get away with it, but now you've told us. <laughs> so now um, oh no. I, I would have gotten I, away with it, too, I if it weren't for those dang cops. Because I'm not involved next year. <laughs> cops oh, didn't see that's me. That's the other big secret. So, like, oh, I, yeah. I know a lot of people were saying, like, why was the rules video so long? Oh. Because it was it funny. Because yeah. You wouldn't have to make a rule for stupid things unless you saw somebody break a stupid rule. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like at YSU, oh I never thought I would have to tell players, don't dig a hole to hide your supplies on campus. <laughs> what? Until someone did it. Now I have to tell people not to do yeah. it. What? Uh, don't modify yeah, property. During, it, was, thing. it was during one of our old survival invitationals, like I think Tim has seen, where you the premise of the game is to, to collect like food and medicine supplies. And a kid like oh. took like a spade and dug a hole behind our library and buried his supplies. Grounds was not pleased. And we were like, "Why do Why do we have to tell you not to do this?" So like <laughs> at End War again, fifty percent new players, eight hundred person game. Yeah, it might seem obvious to a lot of people. Yeah, but we've also been like our experience tells us, nope, it's it's not obvious. You can't yeah. assume that. So here you go. You get a one hour rules video. To cover everything. So I wouldn't have even that thought and, of that. Like the pipe yeah. dream moving forward was like, okay, so we we put out an hour long video this year. 
great. Everyone has to watch it this year. And then maybe next year, for people who have been here, um, we can just do like an updates video and then have questions at the end. Um, and we would slowly kind of scale it back that way. So you, in a lot of ways, we kind of wanted to make it more customizable person to person. Yeah. So like the rules would be you go and get what you need, but also, and you guys actually brought this up in your episode and I was like, ah, brainwave. We were thinking the same thing. Um, we wanted to do kind of like a level structure for the missions. So when you were picking your mission, it wouldn't just be picking a, a random verb. It would be more like, um, okay, um, this mission, if you go this path, you have this level of rules difficulty. Um, it's a heavy amount of like running or jogging and um, likelihood of getting killed is like medium. Um, so you could look at like the rating of the mission and pick the mission that you wanted to go to. Yeah, that would be super sweet. In fact, Tim just pointed to that note on his piece of paper over here just now. Uh -huh. yep. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, oh, you know, but these are pipe dreams. Well, like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Whoever out there is listening, if <laughs> if the theme for End War this year is um, magic school because mm -hmm. copyright things, um, <laughs> going by year base, like this is the first year mission, this is the second year's mission, and this is like the seventh year's mission. That would work really well. That, that yeah. sounds like an invitational I went to. Mm -hmm. I would know nothing about. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> You would especially know nothing about the Slytherins breaking off to go to the bar. <laughs> that yeah, okay. doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Slytherin has house bonding. Yeah, okay. But okay. that's more of a Hufflepuff but, trait. Um, to, to for anyone who doesn't know, and I might as well just address it. Um, so I'm not going to, like, I posted an announcement, but um, I'm not going to be game director next year, which is why I'm, you know, <gasps> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, guys. This would be a good idea. Um, I'm kind of an advisor if they want me to advise on something but i'm not heavily involved um neither is tyler and um i'm gonna be a try hard <laughs> also and i think you guys know them we're both on red team now that oh, happened wow. just last yeah. Week. oh yeah, yeah. Yep. okay yeah, cool. how do you so, get on red yeah. team we'll, invitation we'll oh, buy some pants no. but, um, <laughs> i know people that, have mentioned like oh well it's gonna be the same mods from last year who are planning it so i imagine it'll be similar and no <laughs> um a lot of the mods are no longer on the team it sounds like it's going to be a very very different group next year so we can only guess at yeah. what the game planning mm. process and stuff will be like we're in the player seat now yeah interesting yeah you guys need to like give a just a le like a lecture to the new mods and set them off on the right foot like <laughs> here's our lessons learned I mean Go I forth totally and be will free. if they want me to, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to not like it was my baby, <laughs> and yeah. I'm trying to just let it go and 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 spread its wings and fly on its own. Mm. But um, I mean, I'm happy to come back and do it. I just want to not stick my nose in it if I'm not wanted there. Oh, that sounds sad, but we don't have to. Yeah. Well, so I had one more kind <laughs> of lump of questions that kind of all go in together. So okay. it, it mostly deals with ammunition and fps so uh obviously marshmallows were banned oh, yeah. and I, I i was curious i think i know why but I, I figured i would i would ask the actual question i was also curious why you guys or i wanted to ask why halflings were banned and, and hear the official reason why and i was curious if you guys considered a higher fps cap than the 130 okay um the initial half-length ban was, and we actually like have the, the screenshots too, yeah. from this. Um, in the mod page, it's about 
a hundred comments long. Oh I think. yeah, it was long. What it really came down to was at the at the time we were planning, like you know, the Nerf community goes so fast and products get built up so fast that now it's easy enough to say factory bought half length darts only. A year ago might not seem like that long, but a year ago we're like we don't know how readily available those are. We don't run run into an issue where it looks like it's factory, but it's actually got like BBs and hot glue running down the middle yeah. of it or something. We're already checking, you know, all this other because we have to check everybody's like every single dart coming in uh, for banned ammunition, and we we were just worried about like adding another layer of like what could possibly be wrong with uh, half length darts, and it, it kind of just became easier to be like we we said no half lengths what we really should have said was not yet because yeah. that's kind of where it always was. And yeah. now we've hit the point where we're like, as a community, we can, there's enough sources to factory buy half length darts that it's not a big deal. As long as you're only using yeah. like the worker half maids or, you know, whoever's we just didn't want homemade half maids. And that was the biggest issue because yeah. It, and to be clear, like it was never an issue of, Oh, well, if they're half lengths, they're going to hit so much harder. No, we always knew that it, it wouldn't make that, big of a difference it would have been perfectly safe but taking it from okay if we're doing a dart check you're going to have to almost pull apart the darts if they're homemade to make sure and it, it was just like it's one more thing that i don't want to put in a rules and safety briefing it's one more thing i don't want to have to write right into the rule and um as far as FPS cap, like that was another big back and forth. Oh um, my God. Yes. And <laughs> it continues to be a big back and forth. Yeah. And like, actually a slight addendum. Cause I heard you guys talking about this in your episode, Tim, I think you said that like, Oh, well, Envor does one thirty Cause YSU does one thirty. Actually, YSU yeah. picked up one thirty because Endwar established one thirty. I, I realized not... that when I was listening again this morning, because I remember the oh, first right. invite, the, the uh, Rick and Morty invitational I went to was pain test. I, re- yeah, I remember yeah, that this a, morning. We got away from that. I actually had and, to like sit down and prove to them why why one thirty. Yeah, no, was this okay. was this was really cool. It was I I did a test here in my house where I picked like ten of my blasters that are all different strengths, and I brought in like twenty five people who both players, non players, people who didn't even know what Nerf was, and I blindfolded them and gave them headphones so they couldn't hear like a rev or anything, and I just said you know stand fifteen feet away, which is like a standard zombie charge distance. And I would shoot them with every blaster like three times in a row or like switch it up. I shot them with every blaster like three times and they gave me like a thumbs up, thumbs down. About whether they felt that it was too painful for them. Like, yeah, whether it was painful or not. Then I went back and I said, okay, so these three blasters, most people said no to these seven. Everyone was fine with. And if I chrono all of those blasters, the average is about 127, I think is what it was. So we're like, cool, yeah. 130, 130 works. 130 works. So, yeah. And that was done after End Wars set its cap, actually. Yeah. So it proved End Wars theory. Right. And, like, I, I've seen the Reddit posts and stuff from guys that are like, you know, I think you guys mentioned yeah. the dude that was like, I want a 150 minimum cap. Yeah. And, yeah. like, the best response we have to that is just, why? the mm-hmm. Even with a noodle, the farthest a zombie can be away from you to get a tag in is five feet what black like you know the the maverick that you pick up at goodwill for five cents will shoot five feet if it shoots <laughs> but like yeah. you, good addendum you don't have to have something that can and i actually I, you know to 
thinking about this, I was looking at the End War mega thread from Reddit, and they're one of my starter zombies. And I remember this kid showed me yeah. like he took a shirt off after the one of the missions, and like yeah. you could have played connect the dot with the welts on this dude. Yeah. Because oh, wow. like it's 130, but you're also shooting at somebody who's running top speed into your face. Like yeah. the zombies were getting beat up. Absolutely. And like there is no need to go higher than 130. A lot of schools like New Paltz and stuff in New York, they set it at a hundred. Yeah. And like you can still tag a zombie from 30, 40 feet away before they even Human. get their bandana on. You, you got it. Oh, oh shoot with, a with a, with okay, a dart. Gotcha. So like, yeah, we we've thought about it, but like ultimately, yeah. there's there's no need to go higher than one thirty. It just doesn't make sense. And we we had talked about this at the beginning. It's like there's two, and I it sucks because I don't, don't want it to be two separate groups. I wish everyone could just be a cohesive end war group. But you've got it seems like people who primarily do wars, and people who come from classic HVZ backgrounds. People from the HVZ backgrounds think 90 is a good cap people from wars tend to want 150 plus and it's it's end war is gonna have to figure out what group it's catering to going forward but you're gonna have a hard time i mean like i said we had how many zombie volunteers starting out 14 14 and like this has been a, a common issue with our invitationals and stuff going forward people are volunteering less and less to be zombies because it just kind of sucks. Like it hurts. It hurt. Like not that being a zombie sucks. That's part of the game. But I don't blame them. Like I wouldn't want to put myself into that position of just getting lit up over and over again. And it's not just high FPS, but a higher rate of fire. Yeah. And more darts in the blasters. So you're you're getting pelted, and it feels hopeless. And um. That's that's another reason why we had to start looking at specials so much. I, I've because been zombies there. would have a, a hard time getting kills without yeah. assistance. One, one of the most painful things I've ever experienced oh, in HVZ yeah. was playing a tank in Mission 2 this year. Like, there was the big group in the middle, and I was being a tank on the outskirts. And every time I would say one, two, three, there were, like, three Artemises and, like... <laughs> four stripes and I got I would get hit by like 10 different darts all at the same yeah. time every three seconds yeah. and I was just like man this sucks this hurts <laughs> I, I've and been it there would be an, mm -hmm. it would be easier if you could wear padding or something like in winter games where you've got jeans and stuff on but when you're playing in the middle of the summer yeah, in like, like Georgia or um I, I wore my I wore my my uh my HVZ vest just for a little bit of extra padding but like yeah. it's black it's heavy it's hot yeah. And you're going to overheat, and then so, you've got that to balance on top of it. So, so we wanted to keep – we were trying to find a balance. And I understand that people were unhappy about it. I think people will always be unhappy about it. Um, there were moderators who quit the team because they disagreed so much with wow. what we said. They wanted – yeah, there were people who, you know – we had – to be fair, we had moderators who were at one point pushing for a stock-only game. Yeah. So it could have gone either way. Yeah. Wow. But well, we, we just tried to balance it the best we could. And I think and you did a good job. Everyone can understand that. I'm a big fan of the 130 mark. I think it's I think it's right for HVZ. It plays well here. Yeah. That's what we use and it seems to play pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Only if you're playing a if you're playing um our BFZ, yeah. Uh, then it can be not fun because again, like a tank in a big game, you're getting shot over and over and over again. So one of our game modes we call it BFZ, and it's basically a tank with pool noodles. But to start that mission, he's the only zombie on the field. 
Oh yeah. So we act, we legitimately got him a face shield. Yeah. That that that's that specially used uses. to do that actually for their tanks. They yep. used to have this. Uh, well, it was a portal game, so he was a mantis man. Yeah. So he had like a half face mantis mask yeah. for that reason, because he would just get lit up. Yep. So, what was marshmallows just because of the inability oh, that, to clean yeah. it up so after? That's that's an Athens thing. Athens grounds, if you didn't pick up on this, are very proud of their campus. Yeah. And their wildlife. And um, the issue with marshmallows is that number one, animals could eat them and they were concerned with the safety of like the the squirrels and stuff running around campus number two it's um it was the uh the orientation weekend so when you've got marshmallows getting thrown around in the hot summer sun you suddenly got a bunch of wads of sticky white goo yep. everywhere that's what i that figured people are tracking all over the place and also will not wash won't go away until it's washed away you can't go back necessarily and pick up a melted marshmallow to, uh, to and also, Archer. speaking of the grounds, Do I know there were some people Do during the event that were upset about this one. Yeah, I don't know if you guys even remember this, but right before like final stand, I think we had to make a post and we put it up in the briefing oh, room that oh, said, "Okay, hold on, hold on." So no, no, no. Right before final stand, an irate man from the university comes storming into the building and demands to know who is in charge of the mission and i get thrown into a room with him and people thought i was lying to like make the situation more severe but like i had a guy up in my face threatening to call the cops on us because we didn't pick up the darts he was gonna call the he was cops. gonna find me or was, have me find he was gonna call the cops on what he said was every person with a nerf gun shooting oh, yeah, darts yeah. on campus and have them find for littering. Oh, I remember so when, that. I did hear about that. So, yep. Yeah, so when we made that post that said, go dart sweep or you will be fine. Yeah, that wasn't us. That that was this man from facilities or something. Yeah. like Who we, was just... Ugh. We were just as panicked about that as everyone else. And like a lot of people were, like, were mad at us. Like, well, why would you even say that? Why are you yelling at us? We're like... Don't cause a panic. I'm like, but I, I'm panicked. Like, we don't I don't want to get, get kicked off this? of campus and fined. Like, it wasn't a joke. It was. It happened. <laughs> but that's a big reason why no marshmallows. Oh yeah, like I can only imagine what we would have done if they would have been. Yeah, that's what out I imagine. About I, melted marshmallows. I can't imagine and, marshmallows oh, being a good forbid. ammunition, anyways. Oh, I, oh I don't God, get I why. I don't get why this um, person is making such a stink about it on Reddit. It's just like, dude. Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Why do you think no, no, no. we and should? And everyone was in agreement. Like, yeah. the dude was over. Oh, that's where you're getting but, it from. Um, a Reddit comment. Well, I think. What did you get it from Reddit comment? Because that's where I got mine from. No, I just remember that happening. No, I, I we, think we, we remember it from players screaming in our faces about us being a holes and yeah, blah blah blah. I, I think I remember touching it on in the episode in December. Yeah, no, someone no. had someone on Reddit was just like, "Why can't we use marshmallows? It's a classic oh, HVZ tactic." That. It's just oh, like yeah, I, we yeah. did see that. <laughs> it's like, I don't well, think it is. That also, I I think that same person uh, also touched on this one. This is the real hot button issue. Yeah. was a uh, mandatory iPro. Oh, yes, it's the same boy. person. It's the same person. <laughs> this is what it comes down to. It's a very short, simple answer. If we were playing a game in a public space that was considered dangerous enough to have mandatory iPro, then we would be told the game is not safe enough to play in a public space. That's fair. So basically, that's why we say it is heavily encouraged that you wear eye protection because, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, wear eye pro. Yeah, like none but, of us. But when the university and the police look at our rule set, if they can say you have to wear eye protection, then you can't play this game around civilians. You're off campus. Yeah. Especially with freshman orientation going on. But and like, to freshmen. be clear, 
none of the mods are saying like when we say eye protection is heavily encouraged but not required like none of us are saying that it's a good idea to play without it because it it's not we've watched too many people get hurt we all wear eye pro when we're moderating we all wear eye pro when we're playing and we hope to lead by example we wanted to try and do some uh there just wasn't mod staff to do it but we wanted to start like positively reinforcing players wearing eye protection by like oh hey good job for you wearing eye pro have some stickers <laughs> and then hopefully that would get people to do it but to actually right put sticker. it in the rules Stick would have been a huge issue so are, is, that, is that the last of your questions uh i was gonna ask how they managed to make mission one so amazing every year yeah okay <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can answer that i want to make a sound that you i appreciate know, that but... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it I, just always seems to work mission, out. The thing is, mission one is technically like... Oh, eight, yeah. It's like eight missions. Yeah. So, it just... It, the honest answer is, apparently, we were in a good mood when we wrote that mission. <laughs> yeah. And it also depends on what group you end up into yeah. sometimes. Because some people are like, oh, mission one was stupid. Yeah, well, you guys oh, got Commander sorry. Prince. Bogue did a great oh, job yeah. as Commander yeah. Princess. Oh, and we, like, we loved that. Uh, you, you were the first team that... Um, the horde and I ran into, and so we we did have a lot of fun with that. Oh, that that was actually the first time you guys had met any other humans. Then was that the was that I first wanna, blood? I don't want to curse too much, but but yeah, the uh, F the, those the, like next to the up. parking lot where we ran into you guys, <laughs> we were briefing in that building over there. So like, I came outside with the zombies, and I was like, okay, guys, group picture, and we took a picture. And then we turned around and we saw all of you guys running down into that gulch and Bogue putting you in formation. And we were like, oh, let's go kill them first. Yeah. They're and closest. I don't know if you knew this, but Bogue turned, saw you guys coming, and he turns to us and he goes, all right, go F those MFers up. No, he's going to teach us the swarm of bees. <laughs> yeah, he the was swarm, like, swarm of angry oh bees. Oh, my God, yeah. I spent days beforehand. It's like, Bogue, if you swear at the players... I'm going to skin you alive. Oh, he swore. He was a like, lot. yeah, yeah, no, I won't. I totally won't. And then afterwards, oh my god, Bogue was so funny. If, <laughs> if you guys didn't know, Bogue is actually a veteran, so he had a lot of like pent it's... up like aggression <laughs> towards his pent own. Pent up aggression. I'm saying it's his pent up aggression towards his own drill sergeants. He's Canadian. He has no amount of aggression. <laughs> but he knew exactly how to be a drill sergeant. Yeah, so. he, he, he did had it experience. Amazing. He drew upon his own experiences. <laughs> but um yeah so mission one really depends on what group you end up in and That's where the zombies enough. decide to go because we also had a group that i won't call out um not for any reason but um who thought that we specifically sent zombies after them and it oh, was yeah. like no we don't know where you that that was the other nice thing about splitting the groups up and letting them choose their own teams we don't know where you're going <laughs> we have no idea what groups you're with and we literally tell the zombies all right or and uh troll squad as well here's your options you pick we're not going to we never want to or at least i never wanted to um feel like i was dragging and dropping zombies that's not fair to them that's not fun for them like they should be allowed to play the game how they want to play just like humans can gotcha and sometimes they make a really good choice <laughs> <laughs> no, it... yeah like um Tim, the group, not your group, but the group you guys ran into that was dealing with Ursula, like, the zombies found them and just decided to stick on them. And eventually, like, after the zombies started getting some momentum, we started killing them off, and I was like, hey guys, let's go find a different group of humans. I think we've pretty well decimated these ones. 
they were like, okay, let's go. And then we went and found someone else. But like we, we almost did have a total wipe of one of those teams in mission one. Oof. It could have been real bad. Yeah. 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 Also, I, I think, and especially upon reviewing footage, I feel like the moderator playing Ursula went a little too ham. They didn't really follow the rules as they were written, which is unfortunate, but I can't be everywhere monitoring everyone at all times. Right. I can only hope that they follow their directions. But that did not contribute. Or, well, yeah. I guess it did contribute to the decimation, but yeah. it didn't help. Weren't we there for that? We we stumbled across them going up against Ursula, and, and we kind of backed them up for a little while. Yeah, and then we left. Yeah. We said, peace. Yeah, peace out. <laughs> I think I think they got their their flag that they were trying to get before. Anyways. Yeah, they did. We helped them get the flag and then left. Yeah. Um, so so we have a we have a few Reddit questions. They're going to be, gonna be quick. They're gonna. They're oh, quick. Go for it. They're quick. We addressed a lot of them. <clears throat> okay, so from Jarvistall, who from Detroit Dart Talk is going in 2019? All of uh, us. All of us. Yeah. All yep. of us. We'll all, all us. be there. All we uh, plan on recording, so there should be a lot of Detroit content. Detroit Dart Talk Airbnb Party House. This is uh, this is one that Eric yeah. that Eric asked uh, someone on the thread. He asked, "How long does it take to get from one end of campus to the other?" The guy said, "About 15 minutes." So that's that's, not that's bad. good. No. Uh, this no. is from the same guy who asked the marshmallow questions. Where can I get a map? Facebook. The guy said it. He answered you. Or Google Georgia Southern University. Yeah. Where can I find Detroit Dart Talk episodes? Well, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you found them. <laughs> so we're on, what are we on? Google, Stitcher, iTunes? Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, SoundCloud too. Stitcher, iTunes, and video goes up on YouTube. Yeah. So a lot um, of places. Approximately once a week. Why is it not pro mandatory? We covered that. Why aren't marshmallows allowed? We covered that. Why aren't mission? Why were missions so hard on humans? We covered that. Yeah. Uh, then Brett asked, how quickly will Connor die? Probably pretty We're leaving this up Final to stand. Final stand. Got my secret shot and lightning bow. And he, he's practicing his jangular battle cry. I haven't, uh, it's just going to be a lot of shaking and baking, running around. Can't I catch love me. bacon. <laughs> lightning bolts. And pros lightning and cons of new everywhere. location. We don't know yet. We don't, we'll let we you know, know after. Uh, we'll let you know yeah. after End War. June uh, what about 21st, old 22nd. questions? No one had old questions? I didn't look at old threads. No, I mean like questions well, about last year's. We addressed event. it already. Okay, yeah, I think you like guys did a good job. Yeah, mandatory eye pro. Yeah, sure. Hard. It's all been addressed. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah, well, that's we're, we're Connor. What about you? You got any questions? Last one, maybe. I don't know if there's anything you were curious about. No, I don't know. no, 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 no. Okay, that's <laughs> cool. I just, <laughs> give you give I me mean, the yeah, opportunity Connor's to break in. Connor's the one living there. the dream, making a living off of basically moderating gameplay so yeah you know yeah but when you moderate you all day switch lives, day. Dude, <laughs> let us like i do i do relate to the um get paid for it we'll do it yeah. i do relate to how you people with the dumb questions and you like have to put that in the video and i'm like i get a question i get out of left field i'm like do i have to put this on the website like I have like an every, I have like an everything you need to know page. I'm and surprised I just you guys don't have a safety out. video. You know, you're trying to figure out these spaces. You could send a group to a room to watch a video, like a lot of places. I don't know. We got time for that. Ain't got time for that. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. They got to show yeah, up early. Come out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's we're move, move, move. We're going. But there you go. All right. I think All right. That, you well, you know you've it. made it as a as a game planner when you've heard is mayonnaise a blaster oh, thirty six times. Uh, is it? Sorry, Judah. Weapon out. I ne I never uh, miss the opportunity to ask that at least once when I see her. So it's you. Sorry, Judah. Oh, 
There's, there was, I considered, I've done this at games before where we still do PowerPoints, where I just look at the room and I go, okay, everyone, you've got five seconds. Get all your dumb questions out right now. Just let me have them all at once. Okay. All now, the stupid questions. Because <laughs> that was, that first year, we had an hour and a half of just answering questions. What color is a manila folder? What, oh my god. I, oh boy. Let it go. I felt. Like I remember that question. I've, I've got, I've got a, I've got a no, funny I, thread that I remember. It was, it was a little kid who asked. Yeah. Like everyone else expected it to be a college age kid who asked, "What color is a Manila envelope?" And I was like, "Oh!" And everyone's freaking out about it. And I'm like, "He's like six, <laughs> or like, I mean, he probably doesn't twelve, know. like the minimum age." And I'm like, "He, he really doesn't know. <laughs> like, please don't kill him." <laughs> So do we want to go into shout-outs? Yeah, let's, let's uh, wrap it up. Uh, we always wrap up our podcast with shout-outs. So, um, Tyler and Anna, why don't we let you guys uh, take the floor first? Do you guys got anybody to shout-out, think, uh, for anything? or? Yeah, anything? Uh, going back to Endwar, big shout-out uh, to TK. He was like, yeah. he had nothing to do with planning at all, and no. he was one of the most reliable just players to get stuff done for us. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, also, Jacob Rourke, who was my personal savior throughout that weekend, and a couple of the other medics and like helpers and stuff. So like in general, anyone who volunteered to help as a medic or a volunteer or just saw us struggling and was like, "Hey, what can I do?" Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thank you to everyone who came. And come to our Invitational next month. I will. I'll try. <laughs> Where is it, Tyler? Yeah, give At us Youngstown some details. State University in Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, and when is it? April twelfth and thirteenth. Oh, cool. Where can we find out more about it? Facebook. Oh, uh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you guys have it. an Instagram? Yeah, I think Sierra pitched it to you guys. The yeah. YSU UGC yeah. events thing. Um, it should be on there. Whatever social media Sierra gave you when she was on, mm-hmm. she's on my game dev committee for this. Like, she's helping me write it. So. Uh, she'll be helping blast that all over the interwebs. And I think in like the next week or so, we're going to have a trailer and some Ooh. posters and some fun stuff to put all over the web. Will there be an inflatable dinosaur in it? He's thinking. Oh, I no? can. If you want me to, I'll put an inflatable <laughs> dinosaur in it. No, that's Don't not. Be an this is your one chance taking no, requests. No, do it, do it. I want no. an inflatable dinosaur. <laughs> Well, you, you don't get. I, want I mean, we have an inflatable I, dinosaur. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Where are we gonna get an inflatable dinosaur costume? No, well, you're you, just gonna have a skin tight creepy one, one that you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna wear something yeah. like that, and he's you're, he's gonna be the hunter from oh, Jurassic Park. Just make sure it's like really undersized. Clever girl. Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, my shout out goes to you guys for giving us two amazing end wars and and the team this year has a uh has has big uh, shoes to fill that's right clown shoes uh i don't have any shout outs that's sad i'm gonna (laughs) shout out mr nathan just because he's a really nice guy yeah Definitely. He said yes to being on a podcast, by the way. Oh, that's my why, gosh. Don't don't about. talk about it because... They don't know. You dude. jinxed it now. You don't... You don't have any ammo. Ahem. Oh, God, he's finding a dart. In the meantime... Connor, shout someone out quick. Oh, Tom. Yeah. Shouting out oh Tom. Oh, my gosh. I haven't I watched... I oh, no. No, he's getting the FDL. No. There's been a small Ow. lack of uh, nerf-related content that I've been following, so... Um, 
Do it. Shout out to Captain Slug for always continuing to update the Caliber and platform. Also, congrats Absolutely. on Captain Slug for almost getting to 1,000 Caliber and he's at 952 as a recording. Nice. Oh, I wonder what number 1,000 is going to get because he always does special. something. I hope it's rainbow it glitter Solid gold plated. Yeah. You want to end the episode with shooting me? Sure. Okay. Yeah. We're going to end it now. Bye. Send me free stuff. Ah, that actually really hurts. That's not 130. It's definitely not 130. Okay, bye guys.